time for your morning briefing of junior mining and mineral exploration news. You are tuned in to Mining Stock Daily. Now, reporting from the Clear Creek Digital Studios in Denver, Colorado, here's your host, Trevor Hall. Good morning, everybody. Welcome into the Mining Stock Daily Morning Briefing. I'm Trevor Hall. And I'm Paul Harris. And a happy Valentine's Day to all you junior mining lovebirds out there. Paul, happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, Trevor. (laughs) All right, let's get started because we got a lot of news to get to. Gold on Monday rallied up to $1,877 per ounce starting at midnight New York time, but then headed south about 30 minutes before the Asian markets turned off the lights for the night. The price was taken down to 1864, going into the AM London fix, bounced briefly, then headed down to 1862 before settling the afternoon digital session back at 1864. The Mining Stock Journal is not sure why gold was hit, given that the dollar also sold off at the same time. In contrast, silver bounced up and down as it, as if on a bungee cord, oscillating between $21.82 and $22.02 per ounce. It touched 2208 at one point before settling at 2197. The Mining Stock Journal said it looks like silver's industrial component took control as it moved somewhat in correlation with the S&P 500. The mining stocks were down marginally, with the Amex Gold Bugs Index down about half a percent and the GDX down 0.14%. The big news in the mining stocks Monday was the acquisition of Sabina Gold and Silver by B2 Gold for about 823 million US dollars in an all-stock deal. The Mining Stock Journal said that, on the surface, it looks like a good deal for B2 Gold, but it will have a more in-depth look and issue an opinion in the next issue of the Mining Stock Journal. We'll get to the news from the miners and explorers in a moment, but first a word about today's sponsor. This episode of Mining Stock Daily is brought to you by Fireweed Metals. Fireweed Metals is advancing three different projects within the Yukon and Northwest Territories, including the flagship Macmillan Pass Project, a large zinc-lead silver deposit, and the MacTung Project, one of the largest and highest-grade tungsten deposits in the world. Fireweed plans to advance these projects through exploration, resource definition, metallurgy, engineering, economic studies, and collaboration with indigenous people on the path to production. For more information, please visit fireweedmetals.com. And here's what you need to know this morning. Trilogy Metals announced an updated feasibility study for its Arctic Copper Zinc Lead Silver Gold project in the Ambler Mining District of Alaska, with a conventional open pit mine and mill complex for 10,000 ton per day operation for a minimum 13-year mine life. The company has updated capital and operating costs to the fourth quarter of 2022, along with long-term commodity prices. Annual metal production falls slightly to 148.8 million pounds copper, 172.6 million pounds zinc, 27.8 million pounds lead, 32.5 thousand ounces of gold, and 2.8 million ounces of silver, following an initial capital cost of $1.7 billion U.S. That's up from $1.2 billion in the 2020 feasibility. The project now yields an estimated after-tax MPV of $1.1 billion at an 8% discount rate and an after-tax IRR of 22.8%. At current spot metal prices, these become $1.6 billion and 27.8%. Trilogy Metals trades on the TSX and the NYSE with TMQ. 
Ivanhoe Electric released an updated resource estimate for the Santa Cruz Copper Project in Arizona, featuring a 65% increase in tonnage and 82% increase in total contained copper in indicated resources and an 11% increase in contained copper in indicated resources, with a near doubling of the copper cutoff grade to 0.7%. The resource now includes the maiden resources declared at the East Ridge deposit and at the Texaco deposit. Indicated resources at Santa Cruz now total 226.7 million tonnes, grading 1.24% copper for 2.8 million tonnes of contained copper, and inferred resources total 149 million tonnes, grading 1.24% copper for 1.8 million tonnes contained. Ivanhoe Electric trades on the NICE American and TSX under IE. Paul, I think it's you and I were trying to cram a little bit of napkin math here before we recorded, and we think that with this resource out and the resource previously published in September from Arizona Sonoran, so that area now has over 15 billion pounds of copper. Just a highway and a railroad track separating them. <laughs> That's right. It knows no boundaries. Geology knows no boundaries. <laughs> All right, Cartier Resources announced drill results in the East Chimo Mine sector located at the midpoint of 450 meters between the Chimo Mine and West Nordeaux sectors. In the 5NE gold zone, drilling intersected 5.2 grams per ton gold over 4 meters, including 16.5 grams per ton over half meter. This intersection increases the length of zone 5NE by 350 meters which now has a total length of 1,150 meters. In the 5BS gold zone, drilling intersected 3.9 grams per ton over 6.9 meters, including 9 grams per ton gold over 1 meter. This intersection increased the length of zone 5BS by 110 meters, which now has a total length of 350 meters. The Chimo Mine Project now consists of 29 gold zones that are situated within 19 gold structures, drilled over a strike length of 3.7 kilometers and locally up to a depth of 1.6 kilometers. Cartier Resources trades on the venture with ECR. Meridian Mining provided an update from the Cabasal project and its ongoing regional and near-mine exploration programs in Brazil. It said that as a result of the ongoing digitization and georeferencing of historical BP data, the most significant copper anomaly within the Cabasal tenements, called Alvarada, has been uncovered from the archives. Its peak copper stream threshold value of 164 parts per million copper surpasses the original copper anomalies at Cabasal, which were at 56 parts per million copper, and Santa Elena at 36 parts per million. With BP's 1980s exploration focus on gold and Alvarada having no associated gold anomaly, it was not followed up at the time despite its high copper content. Upon the grant of the license and permitting, the company plans its first geophysical and geochemical programs at Alvarado since its discovery, with the aim of building a geological model to target future and first drill campaign over this highly prospective copper trend. Meridian Mining trades on the TSX under MNO and on the OCTCQB under MRRDF. Caliber Mining updated its mineral resources and reserves for its Nicaragua and Nevada properties, which featured a 16% increase in the Nicaraguan reserve grade to 5.37 grams per ton gold from 4.62, as reserves grew 278% to 1.1 million ounces net of depletion since acquisition in 2019. 
Pantheon North, discovered in May of 2022, has a maiden mineral reserve of 244,000 ounces at 9.45 grams per ton. In Nevada, Calibre reported a 23% increase in pit-constrained pan mine reserves to 234,000 ounces net of depletion, at a 12% increase in pan measured and indicated resources to 359,000 ounces. The company plans 60,000 meters of drilling in Nicaragua this year and 40,000 meters in Nevada. Caliber Mining trades on the TSX with CXB and on the OTCQX with CXBMF. Heckler Mining reported the highest silver reserves in its more than 130-year history as they increased to more than 240 million ounces with the addition of Kino Hills almost 50 million ounces in Yukon, Canada which the company acquired from Alexco last year. Gold reserves fell 6% due to a higher cutoff grade at Casa Barati, reflecting high rising costs. The company used $17 per ounce silver, $1,600 per ounce gold, $1.15 per pound zinc and $0.90 per pound lead as price references unchanged from 2021. It said that over the past 15 years, it has replaced 213 million ounces of mined resources and now has almost five times the reserves it had at the start of 2008, representing more than 400 million ounces of discovered silver. Heckler Mining trades on the New York Stock Exchange under HL. We'll stick with silver to finish up. Yesterday, Visa Silver reported drill results from 19 new holes targeting the Kapala structure at its Panuco Silver Gold project in Mexico. The reported results represent both step-out and infill drilling, effectively expanding the Kapala mineralized footprint beyond the 2023 updated resource boundary, and as well as further demonstrating high-grade precious metal continuity. Highlights included 6 meters, grading 8... 892 grams per ton silver equivalent and hold 225, including 1.21 meters grading 2,271 grams per ton, 2.5 meters grading 1920 grams per ton and hold 220, including 44 centimeters grading 7,500 grams per ton. The company said the tightly spaced drilling continues to de-risk Kapala, while incremental stepouts highlights the expansion discovery potential in the district. Visa has three of its seven drill rigs targeting Kapala. Visa Silver trades on the Venture and the NYSE with VZLA. Lots of news out today, so that's going to be a wrap here. Paul, uh, we'll talk to you again tomorrow morning. See you tomorrow. Happy Valentine's Day again. Happy Valentine's Day. The Mining Stock Daily Morning Briefing is produced by Clear Commodity Network and Investment Research Dynamics Mining Stock Journal. It is distributed throughout the world through your podcast network of choice by our friends over at the Junior Mining Network. Have a great day, everybody. Be well. The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decisions.